hope you're doing really great. I had the pleasure of having a conversation with one of my really good friends, Matt Houston. Uh, old friend, good friend, and I wanted to describe it a little bit before we get into the next podcast episode. Bars drop, juice poured. Heavy bars, that's actually heavy bars, juice poured. Enjoy. What up, this is Josio. This is Get It Off Your Chest podcast, where we get to talk about what you want to talk about. Uh, a lot of times I try to talk to people about things that they have experience with, things that they know, things about, thing, and especially what's currently on their minds. So this is a way for us as human beings to share some of our experiences with each other, anecdotal or, or research-based or whatever, and uh, maybe we can learn from it as every individual, the guests, are all unique people. So make sure you tune in on this episode and the next episodes and the next episode because each person is going to be pretty different and we're going to talk on different topics today i got my mans uh matt houston uh if you know if you listen to the previous episode we talked about makeup and i made a reference to him because he actually learned a bit about how to shade color and all that stuff um in uh through through makeup and uh that was a part of his like artistic journey Right now, I'm in Tampa, Florida, downtown Tampa. You might hear a car whizzing by. Um, I got my my uh, windows up, so you know, you know, we got some soundproofing. Matt's in his car over in Maryland. You're in Maryland, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Word. And um, we're both in our cars. Uh, the audio quality should be pretty good, uh, considering what we got going yeah. on. But we we use technology and we're able to get it done. So if you want to get on the podcast. There are many solutions for us to get it done. It's not a complicated process for me because I understand how the tech works. But let's get into it. This is Matt Houston. He is an artist. He is a well creative person, period. Uh, a, a tech-savvy guy. He also knows how to talk to the ladies. We, we, we got to go back in the past a little bit uh, on some of those stories uh, about AIW. <laughs> I mean, we know we 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 <laughs> we've known each other for a while, so it, it uh, hopefully nothing gets a little too crazy. But you know, we're both a little vulnerable right now in this conversation. It could go anyway. Uh, but hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. I'm trying to make sure I protect my job. I protect my relationship. <laughs> it's a yeah. We we got safeguards, so you know we'll do what we can to keep it. To... <laughs> Thus far, we kind of had already been talking, but I wanted to just you know make sure we start the podcast before we had a whole podcast and just never recorded it. So, uh... <laughs> so. Thus far, we were getting into the bi- last thing I said was the binaries and the fact that like a lot of times we have a lot of that's where the magic is for for the human experience. Like we talk about yin yang, everybody knows about yin yang. We, we see black and white with that. People try to play that with the racial card, but you know we're not even gonna get into that too much. That's some bullshit. Um, and but you know male female uh, when you when buying and selling. You know, you go. You can go into computer programming, ones and zeros, but wherever the binaries uh, reside—not the money—the binaries reside. Uh, there, there tends to be a lot of magic. So, yeah, Matt, what, what, else, what, what what's your take on what I said about the binaries? What, whichever part of it you want to pick it up on, because I know I said some, you said some interesting stuff. Oh no, like I mean, 
bruh, it's it's a lot of stuff we can talk about, like when it comes to that, like just the overall, like you want to get and get into like the overall basics of like just my point of view of like the differences in our our uh, our um our biologies, you know, as far as like what I know now, you know, uh, what we've learned on our journey as men growing up, you know, getting older from college to now, you know, what we learned about, you know, human nature. Female nature, male nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, I can just say like, you know, I say it like this: to the level that I'm at right now, and I mean, I I love, you know, I'm I'm happy in the relationship that I got. But I, me and me and Josh was actually kind of talking about it, and it was just like, if I was if the level that I'm currently at right now, I wouldn't be talking to the person that I'm talking to right now in a relationship. And I'm not saying that to be like vulgar or anything like that. It's just saying that, okay, you know, I was at a different point in time in my life when I met that person, you know, and it's kind of like, okay, well, I, I leveled up. But I'm just saying like the way human nature is, it's just kind of like where I'm at now, you know, financially or in my life, you know, and, and everything and knowledge wise and wisdom wise, it's like, you know, it would have kind of made you think twice, you know, and I'm pretty sure everybody's had that kind of like growth moment, but it's not saying that, oh, you know, the person that you with, oh, I don't want you no more, nothing like that, anything like that. It's just saying that knowledge-wise, I probably wouldn't have picked you. Mm, that's you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely do. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's like knowledge-wise, I wouldn't have picked you because now I'm at a point in time in my life where it's like literally I'm at, you know, you you get yourself, you work hard, you apply yourself, you get yourself up into the 10%, you know what I mean? And then you're getting ready to work yourself up to becoming the 1%. Like like right now, you know, I'm, I work myself to get into the 10% of, 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 of you know, the U.S. Uh, population income-wise, right? But then if I put myself down into my own race, let alone with my own education and then let alone even with me being over six feet tall you know i'm over six three you know what i'm saying i'm a part of the two to one percent you know so it, it it changes a lot of your perspective on the amount of women that you do know well let's not just say just women but the amount of options that open up for you when you are at that point in your life yeah. and and it's and it and it go ahead no, it's just when you, when you said options, I was like, damn, you bro- you opened it up. Uh, are you saying options when it comes to uh, like other facets of life, like like opportunity, like like, like money like, opportunities? Yeah, I, would say, I, would, I would say, yeah, like 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 believe it or not, it's kind of crazy. Like, okay, so you work at a corporation and you make in, you know, you know, six figures or so, but then they have stuff where they give you access to stocks. You see what I'm saying? You, you get access to different connections. And if you're making, you know, six figures, then the other person next to you that's all in the corporation, you talk to other people that are making more than you making six figures. You got people that's making half a million dollars. You know, so you start making connections with higher up people, people that have higher value as well. So, you know, it's not just, you know, the relationships and stuff that you have options to, but it's also the people and that's not just women. You know what I'm saying? So then you're like, oh, snap. Like, I'm really learning how 
you know, and then you also realize like the whole lifestyle, bro, like the whole lifestyle changes. You watch how these people that are living in the upper class, how they how they move. You, you they don't they're not the ones running around in a bunch of shiny cars or chains or running around with a bunch of tattoos and all that stuff. And I'm not looking down on none of that stuff. I'm just saying like it's a whole different type of way of moving. You know, you'll see people and how they act and how they, excuse me, and how they carry themselves is completely different versus the ones where, you know, people idolize. They'd be like, oh man, that's a real dude right there because he walking like he got some swag and he tough. Whereas you got a dude who knows who he is, you know, very, very, you know, he's he very confident in himself. He don't need to have a false persona of anything because he already knows I got it made and I can get whatever I want when I want it. So he's just chilling and he's just rolling real smooth. And I, I'm just saying, like, it's crazy, like, to see the difference of people and how they move in a different class, it really changed my perspective when it came to a lot of, like, people that I, I would hang around with, but then also, like, my fellow peers that are coming up, you know, with me. And then, like, even from, like, even from college and stuff, like, all the stuff that we used to think that was like, yo, this is cool. This would be dope if I had this or, you know what I'm saying? I'm into this new fashion, this, that, and the other. It's like, yo, listen, the people that are making the real money ain't even into all of that. They putting all their money where it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? They putting their money into, you know, stocks and not just stocks, but they also investing in real estate and all of this stuff. And they got small businesses on the side and they got, you know, 800 credit scores and everything like that. And, you know, like, it's different when you watch a lot of these inspirational videos and stuff on YouTube and Instagram. But when you actually live it and you see it, it's a whole different game. And then your mindset changes, too, because you know that you can't have, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably, like, one of two black people that work at the company that I, took, that I, that I work at right now. And or probably, like, the 1%, just so that they don't get shut down. But everybody else is you know caucasian and you know there's a lot of different minority that there's like you don't see a lot of the minorities that you think you would see it might be one hispanic but i don't see any hispanics at my job right. and i've seen one asian right. and two other brothers that's it everybody else was white would you now, say I, I got a question for you i got a question for you i, I, I know i didn't you know. i know I'm, i know i'm cutting you off i apologize no, no, you fine. You fine. Well, uh, no, you good. You, there was a, there's a lot of points in there, and I, I got questions just uh, for the sake of conversation. Do you think it's possible to be at that level of awareness? Because you talked about like, you know, swagger and all that good stuff, like versus you know being self aware and not having to put on such a bravado. Do you feel like it's possible? And then money and you know how your mindset changes. One, before I even ask the question, I was going to say something about proximity. My man, Mitch Presnick, yo, hopefully I can get you on here to, to drop infinite bounds of knowledge on people's brains. But uh, when it comes to proximity, I think it's important for people to understand the people that, you're, that you surround yourself with is very important. Because if you think of the fact that, you know, uh, uh, like from a mystic yeah. standpoint, you know, almost like a hip, hypnosis standpoint, like if you keep saying the same thing or you keep seeing the same thing over and over and over again, it, it, the image gets really solidified in your brain or the concepts get really solidified in your brain and it becomes 
very close to if not actual reality for you so proximity I think is very important so obviously surrounding yourself with Mm -hmm. certain types of people but the thing is like then you get into a whole like oh no I can only hang out with I'm not gonna hang out with y'all or whatever the the thing is like you gotta do for self number one but you could also do things in the form of books podcasts um you know videos you watch so on and so forth there's a lot of ways for you to have proximity and the beauty of that is that you can also do the manifestation spiritual thing where you play the video over and over and over and over again you can have the same conversation like sometimes you run into you run into a person and you keep having the same stupid conversation with them over and over like these people don't talk about nothing well play a video of somebody talking about something five times (laughs) you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah so so with you though i wanted to ask you about well, more or less within that realm, like, is it possible for you to be the person that you've become without running in, without, you know, getting the money, for instance? Could you be in that mindset of get of, of that, that you have after you've achieved this level, even before you get to that level? Uh, I believe so you can. But like you said, it just depends on the people that you surround because even when I was making less money I was still around all of those successful type of people you know what I'm saying so what ends up happening is and it's and it's kind of crazy because if you go off of like you want to talk about like vibrations and you know how people say oh I'm a product of my environment it's true you are you know if you just surround yourself around certain people and it's not saying that oh, you can't hang out with your homies. It's just like you got certain homies that you can only hang out with in doses. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, and then you got the friends that you keep, you know, you always ever keep. But then you also got those friends that you know you got to let go too because you're like, they're going to just bring you down. You know what I mean? Um, But, like, even before I got the money, it was just being around all those people that were successful. And the thing is, when you're around successful people, you realize how they act, like like the way the way that they act. But then the thing is, when you ask them questions, you know what I mean? Like you start getting answers, like like when you start asking somebody who's successful business questions, you're getting legitimate like gems, like they throwing gems at you. You know, you learn strategies, you learn money strategies. These people that are successful talk about it all the time amongst other successful people. And all you gotta do is listen. You sit there and listen and you like, oh, so that's how you do it? Okay, let me take notes. That's how, oh, that's how that works? Okay, let me take notes. You know what I'm saying? And then you go back and you look it up and you study it. And then you go, okay, I'm going to try this out and see if I can get this to work. And you apply it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's kind of crazy. Like, like I, can give you, I can give you a good example. Like, for instance, when it came to making my resume, you know, the way I wrote my resume now versus how I used to write my resume coming out of college, completely, totally two different languages now. Hmm. You know, um, when I do interview, my interview language is different. I don't talk like, yeah, I'm this and that, da, da, da. like I'll introduce myself, but then I know certain keywords and languages that I got to speak in order for the, that they want to hear in order for me to get the job. Because I had somebody else who was successful take me under their wing and then they taught me. You see what I'm saying? It was like, oh, okay, well, I'll teach you how to talk to these government people and tell them things that they want to hear in order to get this job. I got another question for you. I'll teach you what to write on your resume. 
Another question. Does being in a state of yeah, lack yeah. affect how have you ever been in a state of lack and how could a being in that state affect all of what we just talked about? Being in a state of lack? Yeah. Of lacking? Um, to be honest, like to when you're in a state of lacking, honestly, I really think it's it, it, it affects your it affects your your confidence and um it's really more of a depression. But have you wait, have and, have you been in a state and, of lack before? Oh yeah, big time, man. Like I can tell you, um Two years ago, probably yeah, two years ago, I had lost my job. Uh, at, when I when I, I man, I was a dishwasher, man. I was a dishwasher for like, I mean, I mean, of course you know, Jossie. I worked at the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, at Gaylord for thirteen years, man. I was washing dishes, bro. I was I had my hands in slop and soap, and I was sweating. I was working twelve hour shifts. You know what I'm saying? And going to school. And was getting paid. Right, and was getting paid nickels, and even out of college because I couldn't find a job, I still had to work that one because it had benefits and a four hundred one k and a pension. You know what I'm saying? So you wasn't nobody was giving out jobs that had all that. So I had to stay where I was at until I was able to find something better. So I ended up being there for you know thirteen years, man, thirteen years of my life. But I was hustling on the side with my small business too, so it wasn't like I was just staying stagnant there. So I was using that crappy job to. I was pimping the crappy job to get my small business up and going. What was the, um, what was the small business? Built, built me. Um, uh, it was a, a multimedia company, multimedia business, um, uh, which I still currently have. Uh, it's called MH Studio. Um, but the uh, but what I did, I used it as uh, uh, I pimped my crappy job to get my good job. Up, I mean, my side hustle up and running. So then that way I would be able to um, gain experience on the side. You know what I'm saying? So once I gained the experience and then I was able to find something, I was able to, you know, once that door, I said, man, once this door opens, I'll be able to, I'll be ready to walk through. So, sorry. So going back uh, to, to the time when I was actually down though, um, uh, when COVID hit, they, they put everybody on furlough. So I was out of work for like a whole year. And then it got to the point where they was like, yo, we getting ready to like cut everybody. And they was letting people go left and right. Um, luckily, you know what I'm saying? I, I was high on the seniority list, so they didn't let me go. But like the entire time, like my small business wasn't making no money. So I was broke. I was on furlough and I wasn't working. I was broke. I had a mortgage that I had to pay. I was trying to figure out where I was going to get that money from. I had... You know, I had an electric bill. I had all I had all the utilities and everything. And you know, it. Yo, I was literally like, yo, am I gonna lose my house? Um, you know, what's gonna happen to me? You know what I'm saying? So, it really, it really, it really hit. You know, it really hit me hard, man. Like I was mad depressed. Like I literally, I remember I sat on the couch for like the whole week, bruh. Like, and I didn't get up off the couch. Like my sister had to come home. She had to come to my house and get me up off the couch, bro. I was like that depressed. Damn. Because it was like I was working so hard. Because I was working so hard towards something. And then just that quick, I just I just was getting ready to lose everything. You know what I'm saying? And, Damn. you know, honestly, bro, like, and then it's crazy because, like, 
I mean, like how me and you talked before, like even in my past growing up, man, like my dad was rich, but then, you know, he was also a felon. He was doing illegal stuff. You know, it wasn't selling drugs, but he was, you know, he was doing a lot of uh, identity fraud stuff. He's stealing money. I, we were super rich, and then we went super poor, man. Like, went from, you know, freaking Beverly Hills to, you know, Compton. Like, it was crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, me having that in my, you know, me with that having the thing happening to me during COVID, man, like, it was just, it, it just all hit me. It was just like PTSD for when I was younger growing up, having everything and then losing everything. And I was like, yo, this is not happening to me again. You know what I'm saying? So that was a real downhill moment for me. Um, but then, you know, luckily um, my uh, my professor, he had, uh, you know, Tillman, Tillman uh, hit me up. And he was like, hey man, um, I got a question. He said, um, you still doing all your graphics and stuff, right? I was like, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, you know, keeping myself sharp, you know? And he was like, well, um, I got a call um, from um, another student that worked for this company called Kinetic. And they are a government contractor and they work on military weapons. And they're looking for another artist. So when she called me and said, do you know anybody? You were the first name I thought about. And, um, and I was like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, so get off your butt and apply for it now. So man, I'm sitting up here trying my hardest getting up off this damn couch and depressed as hell, trying to fill out this application. You know, my mind's not right. You know, I'm trying to get it done. Uh, so I got it done. I sent it in, you know, um, that day. Like he called me, I sent it within within 30 minutes. Like I sent it, boom. And then uh, he said, okay, well, I'm gonna send it off to her and then I'm gonna shoot you her contact. So um, you shot me her contact, I sent her an email and everything we talked. And then ever since then, like I ended up getting the job. And after that, once I got my foot in the door, that's when I took off, man. I got my secret clearance, and then I stayed there for a while. And then uh, they ended up losing a contract, and I lost that job temporarily. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I lost that job, too. And then, But luckily, because I had my secret clearance, I was able to push and apply for another job. Um, but this is what I mean by Connect. So the manager that I had at Kinetic, she taught me how to talk as far as when it comes to um, applying for government jobs and stuff like that. And then she was the one that was like pushing me like, make sure you fill out this, this, and this. Get your clearance ASAP. Like, she was on me, you know, and I, I really appreciate her for that. Um, so, got my clearance and everything. Then, you know, I applied for another job uh, at, at a company called uh, GDIT. And now I'm the senior graphics designer there. Nice. Um, and you know, I got a couple. Of, I got a yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty. It's pretty cool. And um, so I do all their motion graphics and everything over there now. Um, and um, yeah, that that's how I got that opportunity. So it just it. So there's a lot of ups and downs. It wasn't just like old smooth sailing and nothing like that, man. I came from washing dishes, no job, to getting into another company. I got a clearance and then went back to no job, unemployed, and then I had to get back into, I just got my, my new job uh, February of this year, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs, man. Like, there's, there's always a lot of struggle. And, and to tell you the truth, that's why I said, 
there's something to be said about momentum too because we we talked about like proximity and all the other stuff uh i was just talking to a homie about this in the previous conversation i was saying like you can't give anything that you don't have right so a lot of times there's that so it's really important for you to take the time to really do a lot of the work ahead of time for yourself because you want to hang out with like you said certain types of people you're going to get certain types of mindsets or whatever you're going to get certain types of opportunities so you were doing that before you even got to that level that you're at right now is what you're saying i think you said that already you're like i kind of was already doing that so because tillman called you right and another thing yeah 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 the professor because you know like you know because it's one of those situations where it's like you know even when i was in college you know, we even even me and you, we surrounded ourselves around certain people, and it was like, yo, listen, I'm only gonna hang around other people who's trying to hustle and make sure that they get themselves together so that they can graduate. Because if don't nobody know about AI, it's no joke, bro. You fail that joke, you fail classes, you, your your credits don't transfer. So it was either all or nothing with AIW. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It was either all or nothing, and and that it was it was legitimately like crazy so like it wasn't like oh man i don't like this school let me go somewhere else it was like nah man you don't finish at this school you don't go to no other school you're just in a bunch of debt with no degree yeah i apologize to 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 the listeners uh on the uh podcast because you know the uh the fire trucks is coming through in downtown tampa shout out to the fire trucks Shout out to the fire! Shout out to the fire brigade doing their yeah. job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? First responders, I like y'all. Thank y'all. Shout out to y'all. Save my life when this. If, 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 yeah, if, man. So, go ahead. Right, for real. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, it, you know, like you said, like I, it, it was one of those situations where it was like was already doing it before I got to this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's one of those things, man, like one thing I learned is, you know, with your decision making in your life, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, how do I say it? Like, you're going to make bad decisions, right? There's no way around it. You're going to make bad decisions. So it's not like, oh, man, I got to try to be perfect and make just all the good decisions. Make sure I make all the good decisions. I don't care how prepared you are. I don't care how hard you work at it, you're going to make a bad decision. It's going to happen. It's inevitable, right? We all make bad choices and decisions. It's just that you want to make sure you make, when you make bad choices and decisions, they're just not permanent ones. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like I was telling That's what I learned. I, I put a tweet up. I think, I, I think it was a tweet or something like that. It was about like, um, I like to front load because I'm lazy. And it's like, you could front load a lot of good decisions, you know what I mean? So that when inevitably the bullshit comes, it's not that bad. Like, you're not going to fall that hard, per se. Exactly. Yeah. You did a lot of that up front. And I just I want to make sure, like, people understand how important that is because, like, we talked about how, you know, a state of lack will affect you know your ability to do all the yeah. things like be in proximity with certain types of people have certain opportunities so on and so forth yeah. it can really mess up your ability to do that but we're also saying 
you have that responsibility to give yourself those opportunities as well. So you can one, I would say you can you can put it on autopilot by saying like, okay, this is my habit. I tend to make opportunities for myself by keeping in close proximity with, you know, intelligent, level-headed, mature, emotionally mature people um, and hardworking people or whatever. And I also, you know, save my money or I also do these things ahead of time, front load it so that and I didn't understand this because I remember talking to a homie about that with money saving in particular. I was like, save money for what? You know, was, I, like really, I was afraid to ask the question because a lot of times you just go with the quote unquote best practices that have been passed on to you. But I think it's important to really know why you're doing something. That's how I've always been. And even for people who don't have that inkling to always yeah. ask why, you know, the point is. The front loading thing. It's really about like I was like, well, what, 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 what the hell is the point? Where I was, uh. and my friend finally, he's like, you know, if if things happen, you can take that money out because it's going. How many times has something bad happened in your life already? You know what I mean, with your decisions or without your decisions included, bruh. All the time, it's inevitable. It's, it's I think honestly. Like you said, it's the yin and the yang. It's just however it turns that day. I feel know? like I'm getting horns because I'm because because bars is being dropped. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, but it's the truth. Like you know what I'm saying. So like, like 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 just to touch back on it, um, on what you were saying, uh, as far as um, you know, it's just this like this the the the, the front the front load. So you know, it's one of those situations where it's like. You know, I remember back when you didn't get no sleep, bro. Like, there was no sleep. If you was getting sleep, you wasn't working hard enough. So we was getting no sleep. No sleep. You emotionally hurt. They didn't tell you your artwork sucks. You had to have a thick skin. Bro, like, you, you would have been, you would have stayed up three days straight trying to work on an art project, and then they tell you it sucks. Like, or you get a, a grade that lets you know that it sucks. Like, bro, like... I'm just like that's one of those things, man. Where it's like I feel like a lot of people need to learn those lessons and, and feel it. You know, it's like boot camp. It's boot camp for your life too. It's not. It wasn't just art. It was like your life. Like this is how life is. Sometimes you'll put in a hundred and they'll still give you a D. You see what I'm saying? Yep. It's not saying, oh, if I put in a hundred, I'm automatically gonna get A. Yep. For showing up. No, hell no. You know what I'm saying? So that's what a lot of people gotta understand. But nowadays, you know, people are so used to getting trophies just for being a part of the game instead of, yo, there's winners and there's losers. They don't teach those lessons no more. It's like everybody plays this soccer game and everybody gets a trophy. What do you mean everybody get a trophy? You know what I mean? But like, but that's what it teaches in in in, this, in a, like a lot of society now. It's just like, oh, if I oh I feel like I deserve this, I'm owed this. You know what I mean? And. That's one of those situations, like, man, I remember, bro, like, there's times where I wanted to go party. There's times where I wanted to go hang out with the homies, like, the homies go out and have fun and all that stuff, man. Yo, madman, you should come through. Yo, madman, we should go over here. Yo, madman, go over here, do this, that, and the other. Man, I was always working. Hey, Matt, what you up to, working? I got something Matt, for what you. what you doing? Working on graphic stuff? I got something What's for up? you, just relative to a lot of that. I mean, relative to all this, you know, I think, uh, so I think, I think it was, I think Mitch said this, shout out to Mitch, come on the show. Um, I think he said, you are not your mind. And, and I've taken that and I've said it a couple of times 
And what what do you what what do you what do you think about that? What you, in response to that, you are not your mind. Like you mean in the sense of you are not the way you think. You are not the way you think. Yeah, well, I mean, totally. Like, what's your approach? Like, I'm not even. Yeah. Gonna, I'm not even about to give you too much priming on that. I mean, I mean the way. Yeah, I mean, I mean what it sounds like to me. I mean, my take on it is just kind of like, like if it, if he's saying like you are not your mind, um, I would I would think he would. I think it's it's more of like the way you think versus the way you got to move. In, in society, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like it's, it, it's like, it, it's different. Like, for instance, like, to me personally, I can equate it to, like, for instance, like how me and you talking right now, right? Like, this is a chill conversation. We relating and all this stuff and, and we getting, you know, all this stuff off our chest and all this, all this, like, in the way I'm talking. But I can't talk like this when I go to work. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, initially like there's an on and off switch but it's kind of weird because it's just kind of like you flow into it because you know you can't you know mm. what I'm saying and sometimes you do a lot of stuff without even thinking it's just like even when we're doing martial arts like you rep- you have so much repetition of doing something to where you don't have to think about it anymore remember when you first learned how to do something like remember when you used to first like when we first learned how to draw and we were doing like a bunch of you know circles and lines and all this stuff or like how to draw a face but now since you know how to do it you don't have to think about it as much mm. you know the same thing with walking that's my take on it like you right. know you learned how to walk at first you were like hold on one leg in front of the other second leg in front of the other left right left right you know what i mean now you don't have to think about it you just get up and walk and I, th- I think related I think to some things i think it's more of an intensive Right, I think I think related to that, I have a I have a, a slightly different approach where it's just like, no matter what ups and downs or whatever you're going through, there's a part of you that can make yourself do anything. Like, which is almost like when you're when it's not, not by not being by not being your mind. No matter what you experience, there's all these different emotions. Things are gonna go. You talked about going through ups and downs. The part of you that like, the part of you that can make yourself do anything is almost like I. The way it, for me, it, it feels like nothing. It feels like space. Like, like, like you know, how we look at space with the stars and all. I feel like, like on the inside, I have like an infinite, some nothing that I can pull decisions from. Where, like. If I feel a certain type of way, I can look at myself to a certain extent and be like, okay, this is how you feel. All right, that's how I feel. Okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I say, but I think you were saying it from the standpoint of like, okay, like, even though. I I was coming from the standpoint of like instinctively. Like, there's some things that we got instinctively, like, like you, you, you thought about it at first, and then it just became where it, you don't have it's off your mind. Like I was thinking of it probably more literal, like you know, saying like you're you're not your mind. Yeah. So you're saying like through repetition, after a while, you don't have to even put thought into the thing. Exactly. Hmm. 
it, it comes from it, at first it, it takes thought to obtain that level but then once it's there you don't need the thought anymore I think that's another I think that's a bar drop in my opinion that that's I, th- yeah. I think that's some like secret sauce that's some like I think listeners need to take note of that one <laughs> there's a book called yeah. um, um, Outwitting the Devil and the audiobook is on YouTube. I recommend anybody to look at that. And it talks about hypnotic rhythm. And I think right. that that's essentially what you're coming at with. It's like, okay, after a certain point, like, you don't even have to put in the effort for that. It's going to happen on itself. Yeah. 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 And that's with a lot of stuff that we practice and do. Like, anything that you're good at, you just remember back when you used to if you backtrack to when you first started learning it, you was like, oh, I remember when I used to literally have to, like, study and work so hard to get so good. And then now it's just second nature to you. And I think it's important for us to remember that because a lot of times we'll forget that we put in that much work. It depends on the person. It depends on the situation. But I think a lot. I've seen that with a lot of people and myself is that, like, when you're at a certain level and it's normal to you and that's you know what's kind of cool about proximity because you you deal with people that are way ahead of you and you feel that urge to to to, to rise but there's going to be a point where that high level is normal to you and you got to remember that like i think it's important to remember because then you're able to one pass on the wisdom or help somebody or recognize other people that 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 are, that are behind you but i think it's important to like say to have empathy for yourself and give yourself congratulations cuz if you're always just looking forward, 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 forward to like this, you know, mountain in the distance, I feel like you're gonna get tired after a while, you know. Oh yeah, of course. You know the the old, that old school saying is like, you know, you know, you fill your cup up, and then your cup overflows, right? So when your cup overflows, it's supposed to flow into other cups. Mm. That's 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 you know what I'm saying? a. Hey, shout out to the juice. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the juice. <laughs> All right, so so you want to tap into some uh, some some old school back in the day stuff? Yeah, just cause like I feel like one. Yeah, I feel like on some on some man things. So you talked about like being at a certain level. Maybe you might not have chose the person you're with. Now I wanted to kind of like put my little two cents in the hat, and then and, and use a lot of our history to understand why we're even saying that because back in the day yeah, number one like for the person that I'm with now I'm at a point where I'm just like I would have definitely made different decisions earlier on now like almost like what you were saying like today you know things are cool you know what I mean like I don't really get much complaints <laughs> you know what I mean no one nothing nothing or no one's ever perfect I'm not perfect I'm, I'm for, for damn sure exactly. So, but of course, hindsight's twenty twenty would have done things differently. It's just saying that it's just saying that that version of you would have chose different. That's all it's saying. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so back to that version, or, or like maybe a couple versions. <laughs> so I feel like Matt understands how to talk to the ladies, mind you. Before and let let's dip into your experience with makeup because I referenced that on the previous uh, 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 podcast episode. So you in makeup, did, does, does that have any 
part of you understanding like how to talk to women? Was it just your dad? What, what, how'd you? Because you, <laughs> man. It was my it was my dad. It was my dad. My my dad, okay, so I'm one of thirteen kids, okay? And my dad was married five times. My dad was very good at talking to women. Um, um I mean obviously you don't have thirteen kids, just not. So anyways, long story short, so my dad was very good at talking to women and then he used to tell me all the time, he was just like, Son, there's too many women out here. For you to just sit and be unhappy. If she makes you unhappy, there's no need in being there. Just leave. Shout out to that. Me all the time. He used to be like, just leave. And he said, trust me, when you leave, it makes a huge statement. And then it's crazy because like a lot of the stuff that he was teaching me as I was growing up, I didn't really understand how how much how much like how, how many gems he was really giving me until I see people sitting up here with a million views on YouTube talking about this red pill thing and I'm like, huh? I was just raised by somebody that was just teaching me this. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't like I was like, well dang. So that's what that is. Like I mean they got they got more context of it and got into the psychology of it, which I was like, oh that's pretty cool, you know? But like the overall like how it works and how, like, my dad used to tell me all the time, he said, men fall in love with their eyes and women fall in love with their ears. Wow. So women, women fall in love with what you say out your mouth because you can paint that picture. If you are able to talk with your mouthpiece and paint a picture or an idea in their brain of something that they really want and what they like, you got them. Like, like, and, and, and believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, you you learn the psychology of it, you'll realize how pimps get their hoes. Pimps be some of the ugliest dudes sometimes, man, wearing the ugliest of clothes. But how do they have all these women sitting on the corner selling their coochie to make them money? Hmm. You got to think about how much psychology, how much reverse psychology, how smart a pimp's got to be in order to get hoes. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't look at the psychology behind Like, look at it in deeper. Like, people just be like, yeah, I'm a pimp. Yeah, I'm just a pimp because I know how to play this game and da-da-da. No, 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 no. Look at a real pimp that's successful. I'm talking about a successful pimp. And you talk to him about women, and he knows exactly how a woman's brain works. And he knows exactly what to say and how to move around a woman. And it's crazy. It's really crazy. Like, I remember back when... I was learning how to talk to girls, right? And my dad, me and my dad used to hang out in restaurants and we used to go to like McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. And you know, or we'd go in the mall and just chill in, in the eatery or whatever. And you know, there'd be like cute girls and stuff that would come around and my dad would go, oh, she's cute, why, why don't you go talk to her? And I remember I used to be scared. I was like, man, I don't even know, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk to her and this, that, and other. He said, okay, you, you, wanna, you wanna get her number? You wanna, you wanna get her interested in you? And you know, he would tell me, you know, a couple of things to go do, and I would go over and do it. And I'd be so shocked at the reaction I'd get. I'm like, yo, did I just get the digits? Like, how did this happen? Like, it was like somebody gave me, like, the Da Vinci code, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? Is like, that it's easy? Crazy, bro. Like, it's that easy. So here, here's the best thing I can say. The best thing I can say, and this is one thing that I hear, I don't hear much of, on YouTube because everybody's so into the 
the red pill is a beautiful thing, but at the same time, you're going to always have those excessivist people, those people that are over excessive about alpha, beta, all this other crap. Because now you got all the people saying, oh, I'm alpha, and you're beta, and da da da, and you're a simp. Now they're use, overusing it for the wrong things, right? So, literally, the best thing you can do, the best game you can have, is not playing the game. And when I say that, as crazy as it sounds, the best game you can have is not playing the game. Like, in the sense of, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put on this swagger persona and all this stuff, and I'm going to try to get this girl. No, no, no. Because when you do that, now you got to maintain that swagger persona because that's what she fell in love with. So now you you false portraying something that you're not, and you got to keep it up. And right as soon as you drop that persona and can't keep it up, you done lost the girl. Mm. So then that means you did all of that work for nothing. You mm. did all that work for nothing. All that bullshit. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give me some tattoos and put this earring in my ear and go get my hair cut like this. And, and don't get me wrong. Looking sharp is good. But I'm just saying, don't portray something that you're not because you think that's going to get you to women. You know what I'm saying? And I see a lot of cats... No offense. I mean, shout out to, you know, a lot of red pill homies out here. But, you know, I see a lot of cats that be like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I know these girls like them buff. I know, I know these girls like them with the, you know, with my hair like this. And, and you know, I'm going to go get this this earring and this all this all this stuff. You know, it's like all these add-ons. You know what I'm saying? Bro, then, again, I, want, I, want, I, want, again. I want to have an ego moment real quick. Uh, bro, I was, sure. bro, I was, bro, I'm... Bummy, bummy looking, still doing things. You hear what I'm saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm talking about. So you'll see some of the bummiest of dudes going out and getting whatever. And then you'll see fat dudes getting these bad girls. And then you'll see like, you know, again, like when you look at pimps, you're like, yo, he ain't even buffing. He pulling all these joints. So it, it's literally the, the best game you can have is not playing the game in the sense of like you're playing the game by not playing the game if that makes sense you know it's funny you know it's funny like I that's how I operated like and I thought it was I thought everything I was doing was the wrong thing because everybody was perpetrating that what you were talking about the show off you I gotta be buff I gotta be all this so I'm like damn I'm not all that then no nobody gonna like me my dad and I have talked about that a couple times where it's almost like you know like for, I'll give you a quick little example. People at the family functions or friends of the family, my parents, I'm at their houses, and they're like, oh, you're so cute. You have a girlfriend? I'm like, no. They're like, why? And I'm like, girls don't like me. Like, I just, I, I assume, you know how people say assume the sale? I was assuming I ain't get the yeah. sale. You know what I'm saying? I was assuming the opposite. I'm not going to get the sale. I'm not, I'm not, I, who am I? Who is me? And then, yeah. I, 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 I was there too. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like. I was there too, and then, when, when yeah, it, it gets to my bad. Sorry, sorry, guys. We're you know delay of audio, all that good stuff. But essentially, I was, I was, I would say to people, and I remember in class in like the tenth grade, I think. Yeah, no, it was eleventh grade. I remember being in class, and I, you know, we talking, and I, people talking, and I was like, I don't have game. Like, and some people was like, that's the best game. I'm like, what the hell do y'all mean? I literally don't do anything but be myself and I thought that was like that's the key right that's the key though being (laughs) yourself now the thing is what what the problem is is that people lack confidence in being themselves Mm. that's why you don't get the girl Mm. if you are confident in, in, in who you are I don't care if you like anime you like anime 
you confident in liking anime. I'm pretty sure there's a woman that will accept you for liking anime. I mean, come on, look at all the girls that be at conventions. They be bad. Especially so, nowadays. Again, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. So, again, if you like anime, so what? If you like, you know, doing this and the other, so what? It, 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 like you, but you got to be confident in it. Like, yeah, I like it. So what? Like, that's me. That's what I like. If you don't like what I like, you can get to stepping. But that's the confidence you got to have in yourself. But that's what a lot of dudes lack because, you know, we're told that if you don't have a certain persona or carry yourself a certain way, you ain't an alpha type of dude that can't get this type of girl. And I'm just saying that's just the mindset part. Now, I understand that there's other there's way other parts to the to the whole alpha and what makes you a high value male and I, was, stuff. I got I mean, something for you conversation i got something for you some somebody said somebody said people think women love money and da 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 they said women love love <laughs> yeah so it's really and and i think and i could be wrong like i'm really new to that st- that statement it's, I agreed with it, but it also blew my mind because it's almost like, oh, yeah, I mean, wow, why didn't I realize this? And but I, So the abstract of love in the sense that if you love yourself, if you love anime, if you love cars, they don't love the cars. They love love. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that in itself... No, that, that, it, it's the truth. Yeah. It, it's the truth. You know, you know why... You know why um, like it confuses people when they say love because you hear everybody say passion passion the definition of passion is love mm. so a lot of people would be like that's my passion yeah that's your love like i have a passion for art that's saying i have a love for art mm. you know what i'm saying so what happens is and that's why it's like like how we talk all the time the reason why you see all these dread pill coaches telling you to stay on your purpose is because when you stay on your purpose if you love something if you love something, you learn how to love. Like if you if you if you're able to love a craft, you know, and 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 have the discipline of making sure you keep yourself in alignment so that you can keep loving your craft and what you do, you can translate like you can translate that over to relationships too. You mm. can translate that over into yourself and make you love yourself. Like that's what a lot of people don't understand. That's why it's so important to have passions and hobbies and and, and, and recreations and things to be very well-rounded. This is the stuff that we don't get taught in our culture a lot. It's just figure out what you want to do. There's so many people that don't know what they want to do. There's so many people that don't know what they're good at. And that's why it's hard for them to figure themselves out because they don't even know what they want to do with themselves. Mm. Like, you know, they don't know what their purpose is. So if you don't know what your purpose is, what you doing? You're just sitting floating around trying to figure out what your purpose is what, what do i do what am i am i you know what i mean so if you if you lost in that sense you're gonna be lost in other areas too but mm. um mm. you dropping bars <laughs> you funny because <laughs> no because because i said something i said something to my current girlfriend i said and this is a little bit like towards the middle of our the time we've spent together thus far i was telling her it was, and I was telling her how important this was to me. I was like, somebody I'm with, they have to have a thing. Yeah. You have to have a thing. You can't be with me if you ain't got a thing. Yo, because, and then one thing I learned too, because I even told my current girlfriend the same thing. I said, you got to have a thing. I told her the same thing, because see, that's just it. 
there's a lot of girls who don't have a thing and when they deal with a boy, a, a man that has a passion and he has a thing and he goes off to go do his thing they feel neglected because they ain't got nothing to do because you become their thing mm. it's like no 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 i am not a hobby i'm not a hobby i am not a hobby so you need to find a hobby to occupy your time while i'm occupying mine mm. you get what i'm saying because they be all in your face all over you while you're trying to do what you love to do because they don't have nothing mm. and they don't understand it and i'm like no you need to figure that out because if they don't understand it they don't have a thing it's going to get annoying real quick mm, that balance and, and it's going to be a, yeah it's good there's no balance exactly because if she's passionate and she has something that she wants to do and that she loves to do then she would actually understand why you work so hard in what you do. Mm. Mm. She would understand it. She'd be like, oh, no, I know why you do what you do. You got a love for it. I know the love. I know the feeling of that love. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of a lot of people don't know that feeling of that kind of love. They don't know what it feels like to stay up three, four days straight working on a project just because you love it. Not because... Oh, I'm getting paid for it. Nah, just because it's something you enjoy and you love to do it. So you don't mind making no sacrifices for it. But a lot of people don't understand how it feels to have a love like that. And you got to realize that's how it is for your relationship too, man. Like if you translate that over, if I'm willing to put in two, three days for something that I love, I don't mind putting in two or three days for a person that I love. They don't understand how that translates over. Mm. But if you got a woman that's lost and she don't have a thing and she don't know what she want to do, what you think she gonna do with you? She gonna be lost. She don't know what to do with you. You always busy and working. She feel neglected. You see what I'm saying? That sounds like a lost person. This shit translates over. I'm sorry. It's the truth. Oh man. It's true. Dropping heavy <laughs> bars right now. And I know you be feeling, bro, because we be having these conversations all the time about passions, and then be like, dog. Man, and then you realize how many people ain't got passions. Like you, like it's crazy how you realize like how many people really don't have like a lot of passions, and people really don't know what they want to do. Like when you were in college, you was kind of like when you were in college, like art school. I feel like art school is one of those things where you gotta love it to be there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I feel like art school is one of those areas where you gotta love it to be there. And 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 in college. Like some college places, it's like, oh, I'm an engineer because I heard they were going to make a lot of money and I'm good at math, right? Right. But you don't hear a lot of people say, no, I'm here because this is what I want to do. I feel like about 80% of people that go to art school is because they love it. The other 20%, they're just there because they thought it was easy and their parents said they had to go to college or, you know what I'm saying? Like people just trying to figure out what they're good at. But I feel like art school really pushes you. You have to love it in order to do it. Majority, um, ma- ma- yeah. Majority of us are purpose driven, you know, in in art school. I I would say that exactly. for a fact. That's <laughs> for a fact. exactly. So that so it's, so that's one of the things where, you know, you go to art school. You're so used to being surrounded by so many passionate people, and then when you leave art school, you realize how small of a number you are. Mm, it's a and fact. you're like, oh snap. I didn't realize how rare I am. And then like, you know, like like even working at the job that I'm at, I'm like, yo, there's only like two of us. How many employees are here? Hmm. Two thousand? Hmm. You mean to tell me there's only two creators out of this whole goddamn like like I'm just giving you an example. Like it's just 
it's just crazy how like you just kind of it like your perspective on life changes a lot um, so so but, um, so question well finish finish your thought though my yeah. bad oh no i was just gonna say you know if we don't go down this big old rabbit hole i was gonna try to bring it back to you know talking to the ladies you know what i'm saying and all that stuff but go ahead yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, and we can, and we can, you could jump on to that after I ask you this question, which is, what are some ways you think somebody can, you know, find that passion or realize that passion? Because I feel like everyone has it already there, but that's my opinion. So, yeah, for those people who don't have it, what would you say is a way for them to kind of realize what it is? Um. Cause to, cause to be brutally honest, I mean, like, like me and you talked about, like everybody, everybody's, when you're born on this planet, you have a purpose. You have something that you're naturally good at. Um, I don't, I don't think, you know, the creator misses a beat when it comes to that. Like you have some people, man. And like, I literally would think, I'm like, yo, who wants to make shoes all day? You know oh, there, there's like, somebody. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. Like to me, I'm like. Who wants to make shoes all day? That sounds that sounds boring. But at the same time, like I'm like, but I understand your love, but that's just not my thing, you know? Because I have a love for something else, so it makes you respect other people's loves for passions for stuff. But you would just be sitting there like, who wants to make shoes all day? But then you understand why they make shoes all day, you know? Because there's a person that has a purpose for that, you know? So, you know, you got to think about like what makes the world go around, like. You know, there's a person that has a purpose for everything that is created in our world that we live in. There was a purpose, a person that had a purpose to be a good builder, to build that house that you live in. There was a person that had a purpose to be an electrician, to do the electric work in that in that house that you live in. You know what I'm saying? There's an engineer that, you know what I mean? Like so on and so forth. Everything that's created around us, it was somebody's purpose. You know what I'm saying? To do it. And, um, and I would just say, you know, the best way that I could say to find your purpose is that you literally, I mean, because honestly, it comes from when you're a child, when you're trying out different things, um, but not a lot of people have that kind of lifestyle where they were very outgoing or, you know, being able to, you know, go out and, you know, actually explore and try different things. Um, but I would just say that's the best way to you know figure out what you're good at and I, I would just backtrack to just I would say jot down a list of things that you like to do like things that, that bring you enjoyment I would say that things that bring you enjoyment as far as things that bring you in enjoyment and then I would do research on the, probably the top three things that bring you the most enjoyment and see if there's a job that connects to it so like if you like talking all the time and you just like running your mouth, even if you're a gossiper, look up jobs that deal with that, which might be communications. If you might be good at being a lawyer because you like to argue a lot. You might, you know what I'm saying? And you find what you're good at. That's how you do it. You do it through what brings you enjoyment. And, 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 before, and naturally. And, and, and then, you know, obviously, right, before that or even during that, mm -hmm. definitely after that is to really like really appreciate yourself and the thought processes that you have you know exactly oh oh hold on for hey matt i'm gonna have to call you back mm. yeah so i think it's important to 
um, make sure you 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 have that for yourself because one you're gonna go down a path where let's say you know you see you mentioned like gossip right okay so yeah if somebody's like a gossiper and they 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 get a job related to that maybe they run a gossip column maybe they like you said they could work in communications if they like to argue maybe they're a lawyer and then so so somebody uh, just because I like to argue doesn't mean I should be a lawyer oh that's hard the thing is like you have to love yourself so much and that's where the passion comes in is that you would push yeah. yourself through the higher echelons and you're, you're willing to go to the highest level because damn it let's say if you want to be let's say if you, you're a person that's argumentative I like being right <laughs> or, yeah. or, or, or I love you know figuring out how, how to how to how to Propose an argument in a way that's so, you know, persuasive that I, I'm just into that. I just, I just get a high off of that. You need to love yourself so much. That's where that comes in because that's you. A lot of times, if you don't have that appreciation for for your innate ability, it's hard to manifest it. But the thing is, it's ever abundant already without you even doing anything, without you even trying. Yeah, and to be honest, like, like, you know, and it is, it's to tap on to just what we were, you know, previously saying, you know, it's just, um, you know, to be honest, like, let's just say, cause nowadays we're in the, right now we're in the world of, I want to be the, you know, I want to be the high value person, right? What makes you a high value person is the mindset. When it comes, it's, it's literally your mindset. It's a mindset, which then becomes a discipline, which then becomes a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's a lifestyle. You live it. It's not some fake persona, you know what I'm saying, that you would just put on and be like, yeah, I'm temporarily going to just do this. It's just like what's your passion. You live it. It's a lifestyle. Like, we live, we're creatives. We live and breathe art. Whether we're not drawing, but we'll be doing something else creative. Like, as a creative person, your whole life is creativity. Mm. You know what I mean? You wake up, you like, yo, I got to be creative. You go to sleep. You got creative dreams. I'm just, I'm just keeping it funky. Like you eating creative food. Like I'm just saying, like you eat, breathe, and sleep it. You, you know I mean, you, you like, spitting bars. You spitting bars. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's literally a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's where the discipline comes in. And a lot of people don't realize, like, through your, through your passion, especially if you're trying to pursue a certain goal within your passion, it creates, it creates a, a self-discipline because you know that there's certain things that you got to do in order to get to that goal within your passion. So you might not be able to hang out with your homies as much as you want to. You might not be able to go out and party as much as you want to. You know what I'm saying? Those things that you want, those really nice things that you really want to buy, they might have to get put on hold because you need to take that money and invest it in yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's all self-discipline. But then we don't even realize that. But then but, but then but then for for those that might feel bad about that, might feel a sense of pain from what my man's is saying. It's like you the, the amount of joy that comes from that after the fact because you you're probably thinking you know it depends on the person who's listening you might be thinking like oh man like you telling me I can't do that I shouldn't do that but if you if once you refocus it's like you there's a little bit of excitement that's that should show up like that's hidden behind all of that fear they're like oh I, 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 I really like 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 a child I really get to just do this yes. Yes, you yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, like, like, and and honestly, I would say it like this: you sacrifice now to enjoy it later. Mm. Like, like, literally, you sacrifice it now so that you enjoy it ten times 
over later. Like right now, like I'm like, man, I remember when, like, like I, I look at my stuff and I'm just like, man, I remember when I couldn't afford that. But now I can actually afford it. And it's kind of funny because now that I can afford it, I don't, I realize I don't need it. Mm. Mm. You know mm. And I'm like, uh, I might you know, as well, I might as well, I was going to say, I might as well reinvest in, in, in my thing. I might as well, you know, get right. I might as well put it back into myself again and double my and triple it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, because to be honest, like a lot of things, and I, and I say it like this: a lot of things that we want. Because I was reading a lot about this thing called, um, it's called like incognitive or cognitive impulse, right? Um, and it's 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 literally a, 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 a mentality. It's it's something with the brain where um, it just makes you impulsively do it because of the feeling right so it's like i want that instant gratification i want that shot of dopamine i'm gonna go buy those shoes today and then later on once after you get the shot of dopamine you're like oh i know what it feels like to have these nice shoes these shoes aren't as interesting as i thought they would be mm. you see what i'm saying because i got my shot of dopamine out of it already but you know when you get you know when you when you when you get to the point where you're like I can afford those shoes I can get it because everything we do is for a feeling like people are poor and they're like I, I'm I, I know what it feels like to be poor and I hate it so I want to know what it feels like to be rich so everybody's pushing to be rich I want 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 that shiny car I want this I want that I want this I want all these nice things because I want to know what it feels like to not have to quote unquote worry about bills or where my money's gonna come from mm. and it's all based on a feeling but then you got but then you got rich people or rich kids that you see trying to act like a thug and they want to know what it feels like to be in the hood and they want to know what it feels like to be tough and rough and all of that stuff. You see what I'm saying? Not trying to rhyme with on some Dr. Seuss stuff, but it's just Man, saying, spit your you know, bars. <laughs> but it's just but it's just telling you the truth. Like I've watched and I, maybe that's what comes from, you know, living in the like growing up in the hood and growing up in the suburbs. Like having both sides, I've seen both sides of the world. So you know, I could say that that was a that was a very that was a blessing for me to get that experience because, you know, I, I saw the upper up kids try to see what it feels like to be the cool kid by being a thug or, you know, acting like they hard or talking about slinging guns and drugs and all that stuff. And these kids have their lives set for them. You see what I'm saying? Their parents already gonna give them a company and they're gonna be millionaires when they get out of school. But then you got the hood kids that's killing each other to try to get to what those rich kids got. And it's just like crazy to me. So I really started like researching a lot about it because I was like, what kind of psychology is going on? You got rich kids that want to know what it feels like to be poor. And you got poor kids that want to know what it feels like to be rich. And it seems like to me, nobody's happy on either end. Mm. Mm. Everybody wants to switch over. Mm. 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 Boy, you you miss God damn, God. It's, it's crazy. Hold on for a while. I'm just, I'm just take, take. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just want to make sure the audio wasn't, because I don't know if the car audio was, the, the the rumbling of the engine was gonna mess up the uh the thing. But so what what, what so let, let's let's end it off real real beautifully because sure. gems have been dropped already. So if you got some gems dropped, I hope you subscribe to the podcast. I hope you shot. Homie, plug yourself. What, however you want people, how, whatever you want people to know, however you want to advertise yourself. What's some? Tell us about something that, oh, man, I'm just overwhelmed, overjoyed. But 
first give give us like three to four things i would say four things that people can do to improve their life improve their situation and then you know tell us you know give us a website give us a, a social media or give us a nothing whatever you want to give us after the fact <laughs> give give us a nothing so you said you said uh can you repeat that again the last the last part you said give what advice yeah for, yeah four ways people can like you know improve their life for this situation oh okay um I mean, honestly, it's, it's pretty much a lot of stuff that we had talked about uh, previously. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just more of a thing where, and, and I mean, it's easy, it's, it's, it's easier said than done, really, because it's one of those situations where it's like, you know, you got to be, you know, you got to be confident in being you. That's number one. Instead of trying to, exactly, instead of trying to be something that you're not, which a lot of people try to do. And... The other one is, uh, from what I just said and talked about, was you got to live your life not based on impulse. Mm. You know, and a lot of people do it off of impulse because they're always chasing that feel-good Kool-Aid. You know, I need an instant fix of, I need to feel good real quick. That crack cocaine. Right. You know what I'm saying? So people be like, man, I want to know what it feels like to be rich. Man, I got to be rich. Man, I got to go buy this car. Man, I got to go buy these shoes. Man, I got to do this. I got to do that because I want to know what it feels like. You know what I mean? Okay, they're that's just, they looking for like that. I would say it's kind of like a thrill. You know what I mean? But then the other one is too. You got to find that passion. That's what we was talking about. Ooh, tres. You really love tres. Okay, okay. Yeah, find something some... you really love to do. Find your purpose for real. Like find your purpose. Numero numero cuatro. Yeah. Give me give me number four. Uh, and then what we talk about is, is number four. Um, Let me even know before. I was curious. I'm trying to remember. A- anything. I mean, it's anything. You don't really got to pull from today's conversation, but, you know. I picked four for a reason. Um, okay. So, um, let me see. What's the best one? Oh, oh, remember we was talking. The, um, the, uh, uh, you know, fill your cup up, fill your cup up until it overflows, so that it will flow into others. Wow. So fill your cup up to the point where it overflows, so it flows into others. So, you know, if I'm able to give any of my wisdom that I that we spoke about today, and if it helped anybody that was able to listen, or you know, and this 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 helps you see some things, you know, what I'm saying a little bit differently or change your perspective on some things. You know what I'm saying? Add that to your cup. But remember, you take this and you apply it to your own life and you get that wisdom and your cup overflows, you give that wisdom to somebody else and help somebody else to keep passing it on and keep adding to the cup as you go. You see what I'm saying? Adding to others' cups. cups. It's like a book. I write a, I write a, I write a few chapters. I hand you the book. You write a few chapters. You hand the book off to somebody else. Next thing you know, you got a whole novel or you got a whole Bible. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to the homie, Matt Houston. (laughs) Yo. 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 We're going to do it like this. Thank you. I appreciate you. Sure, man. These conversations are good, man. Like, you know, like, like they, 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 they need to happen more often, you know? So, you know, if you ever want me back on, just let me know, man. You know, glad to be here. For sure. 
absolutely do want you all back on again. Man, this is Get It Off Your Chest podcast, man. This is Matt Houston giving us yep. some bars, okay? Shout out to the homie. Man, okay, we, we, get, we can end it off there.